0: Before we begin today's episode, I just want to let you all know that we recorded this quite a while ago. So, um, Rochelle does live in Florida and was not recording this during the hurricane. (laughs) Um, I do want to just send out our good, positive vibes and prayers, um, for any moms that are in Florida, um, especially our two co-hosts, Eden and Rochelle, um, from what we know everything is fine and very minimal damage occurred for them but we know that there are many who did experience quite a bit of flooding and damage due to Hurricane Ian and we just want to offer our heartfelt um, prayers and positivity to you. Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day and some are anxiously waiting for It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet. Because we have them too.
1: We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too.
0: We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community.
1: We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood.
0: Welcome to our circle. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the mama. mamahood Before we jump in, I just want to tell you guys about an amazing company called Clutter Be Gone. Um, they are sponsoring this episode and Clutter Be Gone is life-changing. I can't think of a better company and, um, service to offer to you guys. Um, when we moved into our house, we had a ton of boxes, a ton of things we wanted to donate and a ton of garbage. And it was all just piling up in our garage. And I felt extremely overwhelmed by the idea of dividing it all up, breaking down boxes, donations, getting to, you know, um, Salvation Army or wherever. And, I got in touch with Clutter Be Gone. Clutter Be Gone sent the happiest, most jolly guys out to our house with their big truck. They came and just took everything out of my garage. They sort it. They make sure that everything gets to a good location where it needs to go. They make sure things get recycled, donated to families in need, and they just do it all for you. You just can sit back and watch all of your junk disappear. And they also swept out my garage and left me smiling. Seriously, they are amazing. And I want you guys to go and check out Clutter Be Gone. They can come and do big spaces, small spaces, um, small, medium, large loads. And they have given us a discount for you guys. So if you go and um, find Clutter Be Gone at Clutter Be Gone on Instagram and just message them, you can Use code MAMAHOOD10 and just mention that you heard the deal off of the MAMAHOOD podcast and they will give you 10% off, which actually really adds up with an offer like this. So go and find at Clutter Be Gone with just a B in the middle. Clutter, the letter B, gone on Instagram and mention code MAMAHOOD10 for a discount on helping them transform the spaces in your home. Welcome, mamas, to another episode of the Mamahood Podcast. I'm Marin and I'm here with Rochelle. Hey, Rochelle. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Today, we're talking about a topic that Rochelle brought up, and I love it. Um, and I just kind of want you to kind of introduce it and why this topic came to you and like why you felt like it was an important
1: topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this topic, um, this topic came up, um, I think somewhere on Instagram, um, being your kid's friend. And there was a quote that I read that just resonated with me so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was talking about how our kids are adults, most of their life. And if you want to have a good relationship with them, then while they're in your home, and especially when they're, they're super little, that's the time to really like um, develop and grow a bond with them and be their friend. And that's something that's a huge goal of mine is when my kids grow up, like I want them in my home. I want them to call me and text me and I want to be friends with them and hang out with them. And, um, it really does start now, not in 14, 18 years when my kids are grown and out of the house, Like it, I can start that friendship right now.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I had never really thought about that, until you brought it up. And then I was like, I have chills. We need to talk about this because I just, I don't know. I think it's so common for people to feel like I'm not your friend. I'm your mom. Like I need to, you know, like just teach you and prepare you for the world. And I think that that's true. We do need to do that. But Mm -hmm. when you brought that up, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I will feel so empty when my kids are out of the house and I just hope to the heavens that my kids feel like I'm their friend and like, they want to come and hang out with me after Mm -hmm. they left the house and that they like, and when they're teenagers and stuff and that it's not just out of obligation for them. And so I think this is like genius because, um, I just feel like this kind of prepares us and our kids to have that lifelong friendship.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know how your relationship relationship is with your parents. Um, me and my mom are really close. Me and my sisters are very close. And um, I feel like she did a really good job of doing this. Me and my sisters, are we have a group chat with my mom and it's mm-hmm. so fun. And we all mm-hmm. feel like we're really close and we're best friends. And, um, so part of like writing my notes is just thinking about things that she did with us oh. and how she like fostered, um, friendships with me and my sisters. Um, and yeah, she was a huge example to me. I don't think that I'm, um, like the perfect mom where I, or I come from a place where I can be telling everyone, Oh, here's what you need to do to be like friends with your kid. But. I, I'm really like taking experience from what my I've mom. seen my mom do. Yeah.
0: Yes. So. Your mom is a babe.
1: <laughs> Isn't she? I'm i just heard just throwing that.
0: that out there. Like, <laughs> I don't remember when it was, Shell. Like it was like two years ago or something that I texted you. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. And I was like, this uh-huh. is your mom. Do you remember that? <laughs> because I, oh, I, know. I I think it was like when you added me on Facebook. Uh-huh. I saw like a picture you'd posted of your mom and I was like,
1: this she's, is not she's your amazing. mom. This is not, I have mom. been hearing this since I was in like middle school, not just about my mom, but about my dad too. My dad, like people call him, um, who is it? Oh my gosh. Celebrity. The greatest showman. Who's, oh, the, who's the greatest showman? Hugh Jackman. I can see it. I can see that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, like, growing up in middle school, my friends were like, <laughs> I have a crush on your dad. I'm like, oh my gosh. And the guys are like, That's like not mom. what you want to hear yeah. in middle school. No. Like, <laughs> my parents were always more like popular and like pewter than I was. It's just no, it
0: not- you look just like your mom. That's what I'm saying. Oh like, gosh. but you and your mom look like you could be sisters. It's crazy.
1: It's so funny. She is she, will but you are that. like
0: her kid. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Did you have you gotten that a lot that you look a lot oh, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: When we were out, she like was called our sister, like people yeah. thought that she was like one of us. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So funny. So, like, what, what are some of those things that you um learned from your mom?
1: So, uh, growing up or looking back, I don't the friendship that we developed together um i really feel like came from not her being on the floor with us and and like playing games with us or helping me with my homework, it was me joining her when she was doing things that she loved to do, which is really cool. So like when she was watching Dr. Phil, when we come from, come home from school, (laughs) I'd go and sit there with her and eat her like school snack and watch Dr. Phil with her, help her fold laundry. Um,
0: (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. And
1: Oprah, of course. Yeah. Um, So she was going to BYU when I was in junior high. So I'd come home and help her study and have flashcards. We'd like study together. Um, she had different jobs. I'd go to her office at work, travel for work with her, um, clean her up with her around the house. Those are like the fun memories that I have that I think really like grew our relationship together. I don't remember a lot of things, not that she wasn't there for me. She helped me with so many of my things and was there for me too. But I just remember being like being with her, like kind of being like her shadow Mm and following her and wanting to do things that she was doing. Um, So that's one thing that I'm like trying to do with my girls is not always be like, okay, I'm going to come down on your level and play with you guys and we'll all be friends, but have them be like my little shadow and, Mm -hmm. um, do things that I love to do that make me happy and and include them as well. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I'm like really trying to take from her.
0: I love that so much. And I really haven't thought about that because truthfully i do always think about being their friend as in as in doing the things that they like to do which mm-hmm. i think is is also good but um like you're right that the things that i loved most about doing with my mom were those things like my mom worked at BYU when I was little Mm -hmm. and she would bring me because she was a single mom. She had nothing else. And now I look back on this and I'm like the nineties man, because (laughs) she would bring me and there was no cell phones or anything. And she'd be like, Uh okay, meet me back in this spot in two hours when I'm done teaching my class. And I would like wander around BYU campus. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. Can you believe (laughs) that? You can't do that now, but she'd give me like $5 to go to the vending machine and get one of those like big pink frosted cookies. And like, I would just wander around.
1: That's so funny. Did people like ask you questions or stop you or anything?
0: Not really, or at least not that I can remember. And I, I do remember a couple times just being like, Oh, my mom's a teacher. And they'd be like, Oh, okay you know, but it just, just so funny. Like I would never be able to do that now. My anxiety, but I loved that stuff. I loved like going to the post office with my mom and helping her put like stamps on all the envelopes and Mm -hmm. watching her do her makeup. And actually, so like I'm starting to experience that kind of girl mom joy that I haven't Mm -hmm. really had yet. Like, she comes in the bathroom when I'm getting ready and doing my makeup and stuff. And she watches me and she's like interested, which my boys have never done. And Aww. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you're
1: interested
0: in that? Yeah. Oh
1: like, <laughs> you know, that bond. Oh my gosh. Yes. We've, yeah. I've been there twice. Yeah. I mean, like my, my one-year-old, she's like also like super interested. She'll take, I found her my lipstick today, like opening it up and she like knows what to do with it and just trying mm-hmm. to like use it. It's so fun. I love that. Fun. And I think it requires a bit of patience on this
0: topic. I'll throw that out. Like one of the things like my little Henry loves to do is he loves to help me cook. Mm-hmm. And that requires definitely like a lot more patience on my end. I know some moms like love cooking with their kids. And for me, um, I, I'm just kind of like, okay let's do this. You know, like this is going to make it take twice as long and it's going to complicate stuff. But I do think allowing them to come into our world is worthwhile. And sometimes to to have a little more patience with it.
1: Yes. But I also, I also feel like it's just um, sometimes a little bit more fun that way for them to, I feel like kids, like they love to feel like big kids. That's why we have like toy kitchens and, um, toy. I don't know, but it's like they have like their own little world in their playroom. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's both really, really fun for them to step up with us and also us to like have a little companion doing like really normal stuff. Um, then it is, it's, it's more fun for me that way than to sit on the floor and play with Barbies for like, set a timer, 15 minutes, I'm going to sit and play Barbies. I'm like, um, we're, we're bonding. We're making memories together, mm-hmm. but, um, it's a lot easier for her to like, for, I'm talking about Iris, mm-hmm. my four-year-old, um, for her to come and join me. Um, if I'm ever, I, I love to draw. I'm an artist. Um, if I'm ever drawing, I'll always like try to stick a piece of paper right next to me. And sometimes she'll come next to me. Sometimes she'll be doing her own thing, but, mm-hmm. um, just having like that little companion. Like I feel like it's a really good way to create a really strong friendship with your kids. And it totally does take patience and that's
0: um, so cute though, Rochelle. But I it's so fun.
1: You. Yeah. Um so I have a list of things that I thought of of ways to be your kids' friends and to like develop that relationship, at least things that have worked for us. Um, number one is learning their love language. I'm just now figuring out my one-year-old's hers. I mean, it's physical touch, hands down. Like she loves Mm -hmm. to be held. And right next to me, Iris's, my four-year-old is quality time. Anything that we can do together, she, that's her love language. And so really trying to find their love language and um, speak that language. All of her kids, I'm sure are going to be different, but figure out what theirs is and just really like hone in on that with them.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree. It's so funny because my husband and I did the, like the love language test a while ago, and mm-hmm. then we started for your kids for each other first. Yeah, we, like I took it and he took okay. it. Okay, and then uh-huh. and we were just trying. This was actually like two years ago. I always say like, oh, the other day, and it's like years ago. But um, <laughs> <laughs> do that too. We, we took the love language test so that we could try to meet each other's love languages Mm -hmm. and that did like wonders for us where it was like, this is my love language. And not only that, but here's how I want you to meet it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And anyway, and then it dawned on us like, well, what are our kids love languages? You know? So then we figured that out and it is amazing how much more the kids respond to that. Like even, even, With like making memories with them, like you're saying, but also with just like handling crisis situations, I feel like they feel more loved. Like Hudson needs to be just taken in another room and he needs to be talked to. His love Mm -hmm. language is words of affirmation. He needs to be like spoken to. He needs a long conversation. He needs to talk through everything, get everything out that he's feeling and Mm -hmm. be validated in the way that he's feeling. Henry just needs to be squeezed. Like you just have to interrupt him mid tantrum and just hug him because mm-hmm. his his love language is physical touch. So it's just I just feel like I learning love, the love yeah. language of your kids is if you haven't done it yet is like the most necessary thing
1: ever. Yes. Um I've seen that they have a book for the five love five love languages for children. Oh, really? I haven't read it. But I'm sure that it would be super helpful if you like don't know which one your kid could be. It oh. took us kind of forever to figure out irises. I think she has like a little bit of everything. I think mm-hmm. all kids respond to love, um, all aspects of love. But um, quality time, I think, is like definitely hers. Um, That's mine. So another one. <laughs> um, Wait, what's oh, yours? <laughs> I want to Oh, mine. mine um, I think right now is I probably quality time. I think like phones off, at least for me and Alonzo, like phones away. We are like, facing each other and talking or doing something together. Mm -hmm. Like for me, that is like ultimate, just everything like Mm -hmm. fills my love tank for sure. (laughs) And you said quality time too.
0: Yeah. And it, it goes back and forth between that and words of affirmation. And it took me a long time to be like, I need you to tell me that you love me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. when you admit it, it's like, it's, it's nice to admit.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yes.
0: But quality time I realized is like my main one because I feel like totally fulfilled when we've like made a memory together. Like mm-hmm. that is when I feel the most happy and like the most joy. And like, um, I've noticed that I want him to like pay attention to me when we're together, mm-hmm. which is another indicator of quality time. Like don't, okay, be, same. don't be like, multitasking yes me,
1: you know <laughs> okay you were like really speaking to me i feel the same i'm like hey I guess that really does mean that I love quality time so yeah, yeah. love that anyway okay um okay so another thing is um I am a really goofy mom really silly and mm-hmm. I feel like if anyone were just to open our door like after dinner or when we're having like a dance party I just feel like I'm like, this is a very vulnerable (laughs) spot (laughs) and kind of just like, I don't know, really, really silly. But that is something that really connects me to my kids Mm -hmm. um, to get on their level in this kind of way and laugh together together that I think bonds us so much. And I've noticed that Iris particularly loves it. Um, because afterwards she'll come give me a hug. She'll come kiss me. And I'm like, we were just like dancing in the living room, like crazy, Mm -hmm. like jumping Mm -hmm. around, but it's very like impactful for them. And I really love when we do that towards the end of the day, after dinner, we kind of, it's like, it's like sealing the day with like a really big hug i don't know in like a (laughs) release flowing yes yes exactly yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. laughter and physical connection get the love hormone going yes okay yes i think it's so important for kids to see us be kind of goofy and dumb like i really do Mm -hmm. it's so funny because like me and my husband love to sing and like when we're in the car especially like we love to like blast music and just sing at the top of our lungs. Like we both do. And it's like any array of music, like it can be pop or it could be Broadway tunes, like anywhere in mm-hmm. between. And, um, we started like, our kids started kind of like criticizing us. Cause I was like, you know, our oldest no. boy is five. So he's starting to notice like, why are you guys singing so loud? And for a minute, I was kind of second guessing like, oh, maybe we should like stop. Like maybe we should be more like maybe we should not do that anymore. And then we were talking <laughs> about it, we're like, no, like he's going to grow up with like these goofy parents that like sing at the top of their lungs in the car. Yes, going to be a memory that he has. And then that's going to be fun. And I actually think I actually think it's good for them to see us be kind of like vulnerable and goofy and be like yeah. our our most like silly selves, you know?
1: Yes. Yes. I also, I, I feel like it, um, we are allowing our personalities to shine through and I feel like in turn, when they see that they can also kind of develop and, and use and see their own personalities too. I think it's an opportunity for them to see that. It allows
0: them to be silly too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. Another one is, um, doing fun things consistently to make memories that they can look back on Mm -hmm. so um we go to the library often we do movie nights at home Um, i mentioned that we do art together we like to make eggs in the morning together Um, But doing those consistently so that my daughters can look back and be like, I remember when we used to always go to the library or we used to make eggs together or my mom would paint my nails, Um, doing things over and over again that just like creates a really solid memory that they can look back on. That's something that me and my sisters talk about all the time with my mom is like, remember when we used to do this together, used to make obstacle courses for us in the playroom or we would do this. And um, it's because of that, consistency that we have like a really strong, solid memory, even from when we were super young.
0: I love it so much. Yes. Amen. I agree. I think that's one of the reasons why I take my kids hiking a lot, but even though they scream at me and yell and whine and they don't want to keep going, I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is going to be a core memory. (laughs) (laughs) Yes
1: you will
0: remember Aww.
1: that I took you hiking, you know. <laughs> oh, good for you. Like just keep no. going. But I do I agree. That. I think doing
0: things consistently
1: is a really big deal for kids yeah. as far as creating
0: creating those memories for them.
1: Yeah. And I don't even think it ever it always has to be like the funnest thing ever. It's just Um, what kind of memories do you want them to have when they grow up, when they move away, when they're in college, what things do they want to see or say, or remember, um, my mom used to do this, um, Mm -hmm. things that we ate together or we sang together or things like that. I think, um, the kind of memories you want to give them just, yeah,
0: totally. That's all Mm -hmm. I was going
1: to say. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing that I try to do is buy into like into my daughter's current interests and find ways to help her grow her talents and develop her talents. Um, and now that she's four, we know what she doesn't like. We know th- what she does like. Mm-hmm. So we took her out of soccer. She wasn't feeling it, even though my <laughs> husband's played soccer his whole life, like just so sad for him. Yeah. Um, but we put her in gymnastics <laughs> instead and she, we just saw like a talent there and something that she really liked to do. Um, so I feel like uh giving her an opportunity to be her own self and to be happy and to pursue her own interests. I feel like um gives can can make her happier mm-hmm. and we can develop a stronger relationship because she's able to be her own self too. I think that is one of the hardest
0: things for parents sometimes, but one of the mm-hmm. most important things is to truly accept, what your child is actually interested in. And it's funny because it's not always what we're interested in and it's not always what we imagined for them
1: or, Mm -hmm.
0: um, what we would necessarily choose for them. Like I, you and I have talked about our kids loving spooky things Mm -hmm. and maybe you like spooky things, but I don't, I don't like Mm -hmm. Halloween. I don't love like scary movies. I don't love any of that. My little boy he's obsessed with spooky things. He's obsessed with Halloween. He's obsessed with all that. So this year on Halloween, we're going to go, we're going to have a blast. We're going to trick-or-treat the whole freaking neighborhood. And like, Mm -hmm. we're going to have a good time and okay, whatever. We're going to be a Halloween family. We put little pumpkin lights out and everything. And I think there's just so much there, um, with like, being excited about what your kid is excited about because Mm -hmm. if you think about us as adults like when I'm really excited about something and I talk to Dallin about it and I'm like Dallin and I tell him if he were to respond like not excited or not matching my excitement level I would feel pretty bummed out and I think "Oh, oh yeah our kids are the same way and like they need us to be really excited and encouraging of the things that they are the passions that they have and the interests.
1: Right. Them. I love that. Yes. I love that you said like um we just need to accept them for who they are and mm-hmm. um allow them to be interested and um be like find a way to be a part of that with them too. Mm-hmm. So um mm-hmm. yes, I know. It's we love funny our so- cookie kids. <laughs> Today's
0: episode is sponsored by Perk Energy. Perk is probably the product that I have used the very most as a mom. Um, I've been using it every single morning for years, and it is just the best way to start your day, especially if you're a tired mom who's been up with the baby in the night. Um, perk is the equivalent of a cup of coffee amount of caffeine, but it's derived from natural ingredients, so it's um, it doesn't have the jittery feeling or the letdown that other forms of caffeine have. As well as um, tons of vitamins, collagen, protein. So, Perk really is just the perfect way to start your day. They have amazing flavors. My personal favorite is the um, salted caramel dark chocolate pretzel and it is delicious. Um, So, Perk has given us a discount for you ladies. Um in order to access it, you actually need to use our link. So there is a link in our show notes and we will also post it over on our Instagram account. And so um just use this link and you will be able to get 10% off your order with Perk. Again, scroll down into our show notes or come find us on Instagram and use our personal link in order to get 10% off your next order of Perk Energy and get the energy you need as a tired mama. Well, I just, I think these are great. I think that, um, the only thing I would add as far as like building a friendship with our kids is I think it's important for us to like in real life, when we're forming a friendship with an adult, it's important for us to show weakness. It's important for us to be vulnerable. It's Mm -hmm. important for us to not be putting on like an air of like, I'm perfect,
1: And that's Mm -hmm. how we
0: form like real connections. And we need to not do that with our kids either. And I think that's super hard as a parent. Like when we mess up, I think it's super hard for us to admit that we were wrong because we feel like we're in this place as a parent of having to do things right. And that admitting like that we messed up or we were wrong might somehow make our kids not respect us or something, but like, I think one of the best ways that we actually form a real relationship with our kids, not like a am the parent, you respect me relationship is to apologize. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. to like get down on their level and be like, I'm really sorry that I got mad. Can you forgive yeah. me? You know, yes. I'm really sorry that I forgot. And I was late picking you up from school or like, I'm really sorry that I promised you this or that. And then I forgot, like, I just yes. think it's super important for us to admit that when we mess up, because that allows them to feel like they're allowed to mess up too. And they're allowed to show us their weaknesses and they're allowed to be them. And I think in the long run, when our kids are adults um, and we're both adults and we're both messing up and stuff, that's going to create that bond where they feel like they can really come to us for, for anything.
1: Yes. I love that so much. Um, I have tried to make, make that a habit in my household um, that both Alonzo and I apologize Um, If we get too upset or something happens, um, my daughter's four. So she's just short, (laughs) just a little kid. And I try to like get down on her level and give her eye contact and Mm -hmm. treat her as I would any other adult that I can see at eye level. And I feel like that means something to her. And as she gets older, we'll have to crouch down anymore, but I hope that she knows that I respect her too. And um, yeah, we've tried to do that in my household too. So I really love that.
0: Well, I think you're just a really amazing example of this. I love following all the things that you do with Iris and Sierra now too. And I love just seeing the way that you form a bond with them and like that you put in a lot of effort to make things magical and exciting for them. Like I loved watching when you like redid Iris's playroom and stuff, and I think those little things that you do as a mom are really going to go the distance. I think I can totally see you. Thank and you, you and your girls just being so silly together, even far into adulthood. So,
1: oh, I see that with you guys too. <laughs> I see many a Disney trips with your your grown <laughs> children in the future. I love I it. Like, <laughs> I said this to Alan. I was like, you know,
0: because relationship with adult with our parents now in laws and everything, it's complicated. And I'm like, you know what, if we can get our kids to want to go to Disneyland with us forever, once a year, I'm good. Like if we can just keep bonding over that, like that's enough, you know, (laughs) you
1: guys are doing such a good job. (laughs) Can I be your kid? Can you adopt me and I'll come too.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I was, I was saying we need to go to Disney world and meet up with you guys yes
1: oh that'd be so fun yeah we've been
0: wanting to go back and we missed we missed out on a couple things at disney world so whenever we go back we'll
1: tell you and maybe we can all oh my gosh the disney experts i'm like we haven't gone that much but you can show us around you can tell us like what to eat what to do
0: we'll make it happen
1: yes (laughs) that would be so fun oh my gosh yeah
0: I love recording episodes with Rochelle. I just think we're always on like the same wavelength with stuff and it's really fun. And um, I think this is such a good topic. So hopefully those of you who are listening had some inspiration from this. And if you have anything to add, go ahead and come and find us on social media and let us know. And um, you can find us at mamahood on Instagram. You can find... Rochelle at shell Valens and I'll put it in the show notes and um okay well have a good week mamas and we'll
1: talk soon